Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The James Webb Space Telescope has dropped its first set of pictures, and they are, to put it lightly, stunning. This is NASA's best marketing effort ever, just to show these images and inspire awe. Galileo's head would have exploded. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing outer space like we've never seen it before, and it is absolutely thrilling. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Growing up in the 1990s, I was captivated by the images sent to Earth from the Hubble Space Telescope. NASA launched the Hubble Telescope back in 1990 and it dazzled for decades. In fact, it still works today. In 2021, NASA launched the James Webb Telescope, which has a similar mission to Hubble, head out into deep space and show us what we can't see. Stars give out light in the visible range, which is the stuff that the Hubble Telescope was designed to see. But the ones that are further away, because they're moving so fast, their light gets shifted into the infrared range of light. So that's like the stuff that's, you know, say, given off by hot objects like a stove or the human body or something like that. So what that meant is that as the Hubble Space Telescope peered out further and further, it came to stars and galaxies that it couldn't see because it was designed for visible light and because of what's called the redshift, that is the change in the spectrum because these things are moving away from us, the light from those stars was not in a band that the Hubble could see. So you can think of this as the Webb telescope is like the Hubble telescope equipped with night vision goggles. That right there is the voice of Dr. David Garfinkel. He's a distinguished professor of physics at Oakland University. The first picture released on Monday looked like a bunch of shiny rocks on a black sand beach. It was a gorgeous image. But those grains of sand? Galaxies. Here is Mike Narlock. He's the head of astronomy at the Cranbrook Institute of Science. Well, you're looking at a very, 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 very small piece of the sky. What you're seeing are some stars. Everything that has, we call them diffraction spikes, but if you look at the stars and they've got these little lines coming from them, that's a star. Everything else in that picture is a galaxy. Every bit of light is a galaxy. And what's even more interesting is you'll note that those galaxies, they're all misshapen because what we're actually seeing in the image as well is light being bent by gravity. Mike is absolutely right. Of course, this is his area of expertise. At first glance, some of those galaxies, they're shaped like kidney beans. If you think about it like this, if you have a trampoline, right, and you put a, a bowling ball in the middle of the trampoline, the trampoline bends. That's how massive objects change the fabric of space. 
So if you think of a beam of light, like a laser beam, and you think of that laser beam traveling in space, we think of it as traveling in a straight line. Well, when it reaches massive objects, its trajectory actually bends with the curvature of space. So what's happening is we're seeing light coming from these galaxies, and then that light is being deflected, for lack of a better word, by the other galaxies, the other massive objects that it's been sort of passing through. It's called gravitational lensing. And we see it all the time. In this particular image, we're seeing it a bit more readily because you can actually see these things being bent. The technology at work on the James Webb Space Telescope is something to behold. Remember what our friend Dr. Garfinkel said? It's a telescope equipped with night vision goggles. The price tag? A whopping $10 billion. Right now, that multi-billion dollar machine, it's about 21 feet long and covered in 18 gold-plated hexagonal segments. It's about a million miles away from Earth as we speak. The sheer size of space itself can be hard to comprehend when you really start to think about it. Here's Mike from Cranbrook again. We're talking about, about huge, huge numbers, and it's hard for us to grasp it. It's hard for us to, to think about you know, the number of zeros that we're talking about here. You know, we're used to talking about millions and billions, but these, these numbers are so vast. And our universe is so, so big that it, it's, these numbers, they almost become abstract because you just can't wrap your mind around uh, how big the universe really is. And you're seeing, it's an almost unprecedented look back into time, you know, tens of billions of years ago when the universe is very, very old galaxies that we are seeing. Dr. Garfinkel and Mike, they're in agreement here. The numbers, the size of space, it's all hard to grasp. And the more you think about it, the crazier it gets. So it's convenient to use this unit called the parsec, which is about three light years, and it's a typical distance between stars. The Milky Way galaxy, which is our own home galaxy where we live, that has a size of about 100,000 parsecs, and that's a, a sort of typical size for a galaxy. But the distance between galaxies is about um, a million parsecs. So there, I mean, that's a really big scale. But now let's think about the picture in the Webb telescope. So that one is about a billion parsecs away. So in other words, that's about a thousand times the size of the typical distance between galaxies. So now if you imagine that we took pictures like that in all directions, then we would get something that would contain about a thousand times a thousand times a thousand galaxies. So about a billion galaxies is what we would get if we took an image like that in all directions instead of concentrating on, you know, just a sort of tiny direction in the sky, which is what that image is. According to NASA, it took thousands of engineers and hundreds of scientists from here in America, Canada, and Europe too. In fact, NASA's website says the Webb Telescope is the product of over 300 universities, organizations, and companies from 29 states and 14 countries. Just like everything else in this conversation, the explanation behind the photographs from the Webb Telescope, they're very complicated and at times they're downright confusing. Conversations surrounding physics, astrophysics, astronomy, you name it, they can be very complicated. 
Mike Darlock mentioned earlier that the more you start to think about the size of space, the more complex it becomes, which is true. But Dr. Garfinkel, he's here to help. Our handle on sort of how to give a feel for, you know, how can this possibly be, is to ask the question, how do they know that? The basic way that we know anything about the universe is we, you know, look out with telescopes and we figure out, you know, based on the light that we see, what it is that we're looking at. The hardest question for astronomy is, you know, how far away is that? It is kind of tricky to do those measurements of distance. But once you do, you find out all sorts of things. Once you know how far away something is and you know how bright it appears to you, we get all of this information about, say, you know, how much light a star is putting out, how much light a galaxy is putting out, how much light stuff around a black hole is putting out just by those measurements. So all of this stuff becomes a lot more relatable if you ask the question, well, you know, how do they know all that stuff that they're saying? It's this worth all the time and energy. I mean, $10 billion is a lot of money. And for what? Some pretty pictures? Yes, but those pictures help us understand the planets that surround us, which in turn help us better understand our own planet. That's a big deal. Full stop. But there's even more value in those shots, if you ask Mike. This is a postcard for the future. It is the best marketing and PR you can do to encourage people to go into the sciences or to encourage people to support science and the scientific endeavors that we embark on. It is the thing that sparks the imagination. It helps you put into perspective. When you think about your daily routine and, oh, I didn't have a very good day, and you look at an image like this, and you're like, well, I'm just a small piece in a greater universe that is so vast and complicated and beautiful. It's humbling. You know, two, three hundred years ago, we didn't have the technologies really to resolve much in the nighttime sky. The telescope was invented in you know, 1600. And now we're able to put a telescope that can look at light our eyes can't see in detail that we couldn't imagine of things that are so far away that it's almost indescribable. This is NASA. This is science's best marketing effort ever just to show these images and inspire awe. Galileo's head would have exploded. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> to Mike's point, we've come a long way in 400 years when it comes to science. Just ask our friend Galileo. And maybe that's what's most impressive. It's not that the images themselves aren't stunning. They are. But as we celebrate, remember, this is a victory for human ingenuity. Thank you much to both Dr. David Garfinkel and Mike Narlock for helping out today. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for local news on demand 24-7, including the very latest on the gorgeous images from the James Webb Space Telescope. If you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J, we want to hear from you. Send us an email at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at a-u-d-a-c-y.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.